0: Hi, welcome to another episode of the Lord's Delight. And today we are going to start by reading Matthew 26 from 31 to 35. Then Jesus told them, this very night you will all fall away on account of me. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter replied, even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. Truly I tell you, Jesus answered, this very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. But Peter declared, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the other disciples said the same. Can you imagine this setting? A lot of times, we like to think of ourselves as, oh, I'm doing this for God, this is it, and then you fall, and then you give yourself a lot of grace. I'm not saying it's wrong that you have to be like, oh, I did this, I'm wrong, like self-criticism, that's not the way to go. But look at the confidence at which here, when Jesus is telling Peter, hey, you're not going to fall, fall away? But then this guy says, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. How powerful are those words? He says, Even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. I would never do that. I've been in that situation. I've told God, Hey, I would never do that. I would never do this. But then you know what? Right around, you read Luke 22, 54 to 62. If you actually see And when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat down among them. Then a servant girl seeing him as he sat in the light and looking closely at him said, This man also was with him, but he denied. And then he says, Woman, I do not know him. The guy who says I will die with you said, Woman, I do not know him. A little later, somebody else says the same thing. You're one of them. And he says, man, I'm not. And after an hour, somebody else says, no, no, he's also a I saw him there. And Peter says, man, I do not know what you're talking about. And immediately while he was speaking, the rooster crowed. And there the lad turned and looked at Peter. Hey, did I not tell you? And now Peter goes out and weeps. I had such a moment this week. What I want to tell you is there are places in my life where I thought I was strong because of who I am. And this was a week where all those illusions were shattered. Where God was speaking to me about I am strong in those areas because it is a gift of God. And I am not struggling. I didn't rather previously used to struggle in those areas because it was a grace of God. Peter said, I will die with you. Even if these people disown you, I won't. Because he was so sure that he would never do something like that himself. He didn't realize the place they were. Spiritually, was the grace of God and the fact that God was with them is what giving them the strength to be who they were. So when he was taken away, when they were on their own strength, they all flailed. They fell. I am so glad our God is a God who does not hold our own words against us. We tell Him a lot of things and then go to the opposite or fall and He does not hold us to our words. And I am also glad he is a God of so many chances. Because he knows with his strength what Peter can do. He calls Peter to be the rock on which he is building the church. And God knew that Peter needs to understand before that honor was given. That he can never carry out that purpose by his own strength so if you are listening if you are struggling in some area do not try to do that on your own do not try to address that and think oh self-help self-confidence i'm going to the next time i'm going to overcome this now i'm telling you it's easier to just Ask God and tell him, hey, I can't do this on my own. I need your help. It seems like such a simple thing. But sometimes it is really hard to put it into practice because in the storm, you forget that. You don't see it. And it's not just with Peter. He's also a God of second chances with Jonah. The guy who ran away. God had such grace for him. And I also want to point out Job. Yes, Job was called righteous by God. But some of his words and what he spoke against God. God actually came and asked, Who are you to question me? I'm God. And there is so many chances. Saul to Paul. This was a guy going to persecute the Christians. He was a murderer ended up becoming one of the Christian preachers he himself was persecuting I am so thankful that God is not looking at me and looking at my character not just something that I can do on my own or whom I could be he is looking at me as a who I could be with the help of the Holy Spirit and also he knows once I give in to him lean on him take the lighter yoke He can accomplish a lot through me when I am just available. If I don't try to, you know, throw all my own self in there and try to do what I think is best. But it's hard. I guess it is harder to figure out what is availability and what is using God-given gifts. The one thing that always trips me up is thinking you are strong spiritually or even like you know wisdom wise worldly emotional wise the areas that you are strong is still a gift from god a lot of times you are strong in those areas because of the holy spirit is helping you the counselor who is strengthening you who is actually praying for you when you don't even know you need prayer and i just want to say this to you We all think we are very strong in certain areas. Spiritually, emotionally, intelligence wise. I just want to tell you. Thank God for those areas and acknowledge that it is His grace that we are strong in those areas. It is a gift. It is not our own. And it is painful if we don't understand that because then he has to help us realize that and that process is not pretty and it is it is painful whichever areas you think you're strong in write them down and tell god thank you for strengthening me in those areas it is not you it is god so the help of the holy spirit you're strong in those areas yes it is coming from a place of personal experience And when you get to the point you realize that, I guess, is when God starts to work on another area of your life. It is an ongoing process. Sanctification is lifelong. Just don't get tired if you are a perfectionist. That is something I have to keep reminding myself constantly. I am going to attain my fullness through Christ, not by my own works. Yes, my spirituality is going to mature. My character is going to be refined, but the fullness, I'll get it at the end. But just enjoy the process that God has for you. Do not always wait to get to the end. That is the other reminder. Peter, the process that he went through, he was so confident when he said, You know what, God, I will not deny you. I will die with you but then the process of being pointed out falling failing publicly he he said publicly and then he denied publicly it's not an easy thing because then after he went back with christ people would have made fun of him you said you didn't know him now you are preaching him but then guess what he endured that and so i just encourage you be encouraged one any areas you're strong in it is a grace and gift of god two he's a god of many chances and three let us be thankful that he does not hold our words (laughs) against us like a promise that we hold his words for and i am so thankful for that so enjoy your week i'll talk to you next week bye